Welcome to Charger Chats, a show by extra chargers for extra chargers. My name is Kenton Laporte, and today's episode is all about ball sports. We will hear from five different coaches, head football coach Chris Cutcliffe, band director Mel Morris, swim coach Robert Gonzalez, volleyball coach Ashley Hilton, and cheer coach Lauren Lozon. But first, a word from our sponsor. This is Rel Alderson here to tell you about Kroger Rewards. Did you know that Kroger has an easy way to earn big bucks for Oxford Intermediate School? It's as simple as going to Kroger.com, logging in, and clicking Save. Then select Kroger Community Rewards. Lastly, you will select your child's school. Now, when you use your Kroger Plus shopping card, you will automatically give a portion of your purchase towards our school. And voila! Shopping, saving, and supporting schools all at the same time. You have no reason not to give this a try. Hi, this is William Bolden. And I'm John Alden Russell. Our first guest is the head football coach of the Oxford Chargers, Coach Chris Cutcliffe. Coach Cutcliffe graduated from Oxford High School. He earned degrees from Duke and the University of Tennessee. He is married to Molly and they have six boys. Hi, Coach. Thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited about being here. So first of all, Congrats on a great start to the season. Y'all are 5-1 and one with some pretty big wins. What has been your key to the success so far? Well, I think we have a really good group of seniors on our team this year who have been great leaders and are great young men that are good students and do everything uh, the right way and do everything that we ask them to do. We have an outstanding coaching staff, and those guys do a tremendous job getting our team ready to play. So. I'm very thankful to have such great players and coaches that, that I get to work with every day. That's awesome. So, how do you prepare your team each week? Does it look different depending on the opponent? Well, we have routines that we like to go through. Um, for the most part, every Monday is pretty similar, every Tuesday is pretty similar, and so on. There's, there's small changes week to week. Um, you know, sometimes you have to be flexible based on schedules. Uh, you know, playing a Thursday night game or, or, you know, you have bad weather coming in and have to reschedule the game. And so we have to be flexible all the time. But, but we like each week to be pretty routine so that everybody knows what to expect. That makes sense. Can you tell us a little bit about your background with football and what led you to becoming a head coach at Oxford? Well, uh, I played football at Oxford High School and um, had a great experience doing that. I went to the University of Tennessee and uh, worked for the football team uh, at Tennessee and learned a lot there as well. And then when I was uh, in graduate school at Duke University, I got to work uh, with my dad and with the Duke football team for those two years and had, you know, another great experience. And then had the opportunity to come back to Oxford High School as an assistant coach and a math teacher and um, took that opportunity and was really excited to work for Coach Johnny Hill, who was my coach when I played at Oxford. And awesome experience working for Coach Hill and then when Coach Hill retired after the 2015 season I was lucky enough to become the head coach. Cool, we're glad you're you're here. You also teach math during the day. What's the most difficult thing about being a coach and a teacher? Well, I love doing uh, I, I love doing what I do. I love teaching. Um, I also teach personal leadership at the high school, which is a fantastic class. Um, so I really, really enjoy that aspect of my job. Um, you know, you have to have good time management skills. There's a lot of different, you know, things to do each day. And uh, really all of our coaches do an outstanding job of, of doing both, both of those roles extremely well. Yeah, that sounds hard.
<laughs> so what do you love most about being a coach and a teacher? Well, probably the thing I love the most is the relationships that you get to form, uh, relationships with, with colleagues, with other teachers and coaches, and, and relationships with the students. And I think that's one of the greatest things about sports in general is it brings people with a lot of different backgrounds all together as a part of a team, and you get to you know, form those relationships that last a lifetime. Well said. Well, that's about all the time we have. Thank you for joining us today, Coach. Yes, thank you. We appreciate your time today. Hi, this is Hugh Wilson. Now for our second interview, the band director, Mr. Mel Morse. Mr. Morse graduated from San Juan Capistrano High in California. He earned his degree from Ole Miss. This is Mr. Morse's seventh year in the Oxford School District. He has two daughters, Allie and Emily. Hi, Mr. Morse. Welcome to the show. Thank you for giving us your time today. My pleasure. Happy to be here. So, can you tell us more about your current position as band director? What all does that entail? Well, it's a hodgepodge of a lot of things. Uh, I drive a trailer. Uh, every football game is an away game, so we have to load up our equipment, drive a truck, drive a bus. Uh, I'm an administrator. We have 400 students plus in the program. Um, and every now and then I get to teach some too. I have two sixth grade classes, a seventh grade class, eighth grade class, and a high school. Wow, you must be really busy. Very busy. So, what experience do you have with Ben? What led you to being a director? Well, my dad was a music teacher. My mom was a classically trained ballet, uh, ballerina, uh, studied at the Royal Ballet in England. Uh, and my grandmother was professor emeritus at San Diego State University, so teaching was kind of in my blood. Um, Band's just been a wonderful experience uh, throughout. It's taken me all over the world. In high school, I was part of the All-American Marching Band. We opened up uh, Euro Disneyland in Paris, France. Got to play with the Four Tops, Temptations, Gloria Estefan. In, uh, uh, in college, all over the country with pep bands and college football band. And then as a professional, I was uh, one of the directors when we won two international championships, one in Australia, in Sydney, and another one in Vancouver, Canada. That's so interesting. Well, we all know it's football season. How do your bands prepare for their, for their performance at halftime each week? Well, we have two after-school rehearsals uh, each week in addition to our block time that we get at the high school during the day. Uh, this year's show is called A Journey of Light. Um, it's about a young man who um, kind of passes away, uh, in a sense, and is awoken into this world of fireflies, and the fireflies represent all the people that he's loved and who have loved him. Um, and the cosmic um, question of, you know, if you love something, can you set it free um, versus holding on to it and enjoying its beauty? Uh, fireflies, many times we will catch in a jar and, and admire, but we've trapped them in, the, in, in essence. At the very end, um, the fireflies realize that it's not his time, and they push him back into consciousness, and he wakes up and he says, Mom, I can't believe what I just saw. Wow, that's very powerful. What will your bands do once football season has ended? Well, football season is just half of ours. We're a double season sport. We go from July to May 1st. Uh, immediately, we'll start in a concert band season. We have two state evaluations, one in the fall and one in the springtime, um, both of which are uh, high school activity association rated. Uh, so we'll start on concert season. We'll put on two or three concerts uh, and have our contest in the springtime. You always stay busy, it seems. And lastly, we just wanted to know what you love most about being a band director. Well, the, the part that's obviously the most fulfilling is, is seeing the light bulb go on with a student, um, seeing them achieve something that they've 
didn't think was possible, letting them know that they're so much more capable than what they give themselves credit for, um, and enjoying that process and having a front row seat and watching them grow daily. I guess that's what makes you great at what you do. That's about all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us on Charger Chats. We enjoyed learning more about you. Thank you for having me. Hi, this is Caroline Morton. And I'm William Mayo. We will now begin our third interview with the head swim coach, Mr. Robert Gonzalez. Mr. Gonzalez graduated from Caledonia High School. He earned his degree from Mississippi State. This is Mr. Gonzalez's fifth year in the Oxford School District. Hi, Mr. Gonzalez. Welcome to the show, and thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. First of all, congratulations of Mississippi Association of Coaches, Swim Coach of the Year. That's quite the honor. Our what team. I'm sorry. What do you sorry. think <laughs> makes you stand out among other swim coaches? I think our swimmers have done a really good job over the past four or five years. Our swimmers have gotten faster and better and have grown as a team. And so it's just a way for our state to recognize them. It's a team award, and we're really excited. Oh, well, you definitely deserve this honor. What experiences have led you to becoming a swim coach? I started swimming about the age of four. My dad was a swim coach. He was also a teacher, and so I just grew up in the environment and just never left it. Cool. Very cool. So tell us about your swim teams and how the season is going so far. We've had four meets so far. I think Mr. Mayo's probably going to add something to it because his sister's also on our swim team right now. Um, our teams have done well so far. Um, we've won two meets on the girls' side and, and finished um, second place in the other two. We've had meets. We had our home meet here. We had, we had about 300 swimmers from around the state visiting. And we had meets at Tupelo, at Matson Central, and Starkville. So we're seeing some really good competition. The kids are growing, developing, and right now we're just getting ready for North Hap in a couple of weeks. Sounds like you're doing really well this season. So far, so good. I just want to know, when and where does your team practice? How do you prepare for a swim meet? Uh, we spend four months of training outdoors at, at OPC City Pool right next door to us. We actually just started at Turner Center yesterday because normally in October it's cooler than this, so we go indoors for the colder months. You wouldn't know that by the weather right now, but we'll spend October through the end of the school year at Turner Center on the Ole Miss campus. Good to know. You're also a full-time sixth grade teacher, at, uh, science teacher at OIS. What is one of the most challenging things about t teaching and coaching? Uh, the ability to have time management, to be able to have a balance in your schedule between how much time you spend teaching, how much time you spend coaching, how much time you spend preparing, and then still being able to maintain a life outside of, uh, um, outside of your job. Well, that's good to know. Glad, glad you're managing. Thank you. And lastly, can you tell us what you do love most about your jobs as a teacher and a coach? Being able to see um, the kids develop and improve and then find a passion for what they're doing inside the classroom and inside the pool. Great answer. Well, thank you for giving us your time today. Yeah, thanks so much. We enjoyed learning more about you. Thank you, guys. I enjoyed it. Hi, this is Krijan Santiago. Are you an Amazon user? Do you want to support your child's school? Luckily for you, you can do both with Amazon Smile. For every purchase you make, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase towards your school's PTO. All you have to do is go to smile.amazon.com and choose your child's school. Then shop away. Next time those smiley brown packages come to your door, you can feel proud that you helped give to your child's school. Hi, this is Caroline Love. And I'm Ellie Lowry. Now it's time for our next interview with the volleyball coach, Miss Ashley Hilton. Miss Hilton graduated from Enterprise High School in Alabama. She earned her degree from Ole Miss. This is Miss Hilton's fifth year in the Oxford School District. Hi, Miss Hilton. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. 
Thank you for having me. Well, it's volleyball season. Tell us about your team and how your team is going so far. Well, we played our last game against Lafayette last night, and we won. Go Chargers! Um, eighth grade ended with a record of 19 wins and one loss, and seventh grade ended with a record of 18 wins and two losses. So um, I would say we were pretty successful this year. Oh, good to know. So what led you to being the volleyball coach in the first place? Well, my second year in the district, I started coaching softball for Oxford High School. And then the year after that, I was the assistant coach at Oxford High School. And then the following year, the middle school position came available. So I jumped on that and I took it and I've been coaching it ever since. Well, that's very interesting. Can you tell us how you prepare your team and what does a typical practice look like? Yes. Well, we start practicing in June. We practice the last two weeks of June, and then we take a week off for the 4th of July week. It's called Dead Week, and not a single athlete of any sport, high school, middle school, anything affiliated with the Oxford School District can practice that week. And then we just dive right in. We practice Monday through Thursday, um, the second week in July, until school starts back, and then we practice every day after school from four to six. And um, our practices, we kind of do skills and drills at the beginning. And then the second half of practice, we normally scrimmage or some, do some sort of scrimmage or fun team game or something like that. That makes sense. You also teach fifth grade language arts at OIS. What's the most challenging part of teaching and coaching? The most challenging part of teaching and coaching would be trying to balance everything because I go straight from teaching to the middle school to practice. And then when that's done, by the time all the kids are picked up, it's about 6.30. So then I have to rush home and get everything done and then grade papers and finish whatever schoolwork I didn't get done that day. So normally I'm getting in bed pretty late. And then of course on game nights, if it's an away game, sometimes we don't even get back till 10.30. So those nights are really long as well. Wow, that seems tough. And lastly, what do you love most about teaching and coaching volleyball? Without a doubt, I love the relationships that I form with my students and my players because not only do I get to see how they do in school, but I also get to see what they do outside of school. And, and a lot of my players I have taught before, so it's really neat getting to see them two and three years after I taught them. and and how athletic they are because a lot of kids are really different in something outside of the school than what you see them doing in the classroom. That makes you so awesome. Well, Miss Hilton, we have enjoyed learning about you. Yeah, thanks so much for giving your time to be here. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Hi, my name is Alice Wilkes. Now for your next guest, the OMS cheer coach, Lauren Lozon. Ms. Lozon graduated from Grenada High School. She earned her degrees from Northwest Community College and Ole Miss. This is Ms. Lozon's 14th year in the Oxford School District. She is married to Daniel and has two children, Maddie and Wyatt. Hi, Ms. Lozon. Welcome to the show. Thank you for giving us your time today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So this is your first year as a cheer coach. What led you to this position? I've been involved with cheer ever since I was a middle school age student. I was a cheerleader at Grenada from 7th through 12th grade. 
And then I, my daughter does competitive cheerleading, and she's done it since first grade. So when the position came open, I thought, why not give it a try? That's awesome. Well, it's football season. What, what does a typical week look like for you and your squad? A typical week is fairly busy. We practice three days a week, and we play a game every Thursday. So on Thursdays, we stay after school, and we eat together and listen to music and dance and just hang out and have fun. And then they have about 10 or 15 minutes to get dressed, and then we warm up and get ready for the game. We also have captains every week, and every week there's a different captain. So that person's in charge of all the food and what uniforms the girls wear and what bow they get to wear. They get to call the cheers at the games, and they also get to paint signs to hang on the fence. Fun. So what will your squad do after football season is over? Do you compete? We do compete after football season is over. We, ha we will have 18 practices before we go to state competition in Jackson, and our goal this year is to win first place. They've never gotten higher than third, so our goal this year is to win it all. So we will be practicing and also cheering for our basketball team. Besides coaching cheer, you are also an AVID teacher. Tell us more about that. Oh, AVID is amazing. AVID stands for Advancement Via Individual Determination, which means you use your own individual self and you're truly determined to do something better with your life. So in 7th through 12th grade, I help kids learn how to communicate with each other without using their devices. I help them learn how to give interviews, how to write resumes, how to apply for colleges, how to get scholarships for college, how to play sports in college. And I help them in all their advanced classes at the high school. Like all my AVID students take AP courses and some of them are actually gonna to get to graduate early. Very interesting. What do you love most about coaching the cheer squad? I love the girls, the girls are amazing. This week, we had our first pep rally, and before the pep rally started, one of the girls, they were all in a huddle, and one of the girls comes around a neighbor, and they said, Coach Lizon, we have a surprise for you, and you have to come right now. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't have time for this. And I went over, and they spread out their circle, and there was one girl in the middle of it who did her back tuck, which was a really big deal. It's just a, a backflip where you don't touch the ground with your hands. And she'd never done it before, just learned how to do a back handspring, you know, doesn't have any cheer experience, and she threw out her back tuck. And I was shocked and amazed, and, like, we all started crying because we were so proud of her, and then we let her do it at the pep rally. So just seeing the, the girls be successful and try new things and get better, it's like a big family, and that's what I love. Well, that makes an awesome coach. That, that's about all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us. We enjoyed having you today. Thank you so much for having me. I hope I get to come back. Charge and Chats was created by 5th Grade Insights student with the help of Ms. Power and Mrs. McGeehee. Music created by Wright Thompson using Chrome Music Lab. Image designed by Harper Cunningham using Crello. Recording equipment was donated by the Oxford Insights Association. Questions for today's episode were composed by the students. So were the advertisements. If you have any suggestions or interest in our show, please email us at oxfordchargertats at gmail.com.
This is Evan Urbanik saying thanks for listening. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes.